Because I can sing high. <laughs> That's so flat. That's terrible. All those lessons, nothing. Let me you finish this up. Let me wrap this up. Welcome to the Ninko Show. You know the star of the show, Rob Ninkovich, former NFLer, now current ESPN personality. Oh, yeah. yeah I, how yeah, about that? Yeah, big personality, yeah. <laughs> and yours truly, Mike Giardi from the NFL Network, NFL Media. Of course, this is brought to you by Chalk Media Podcast Network. Got a hat tip oh, yeah, to you, yeah, you got, Chris yeah, Long, chalk, right? We got to yep. give him a little love there. Big love. <laughs> big, big love. Uh, so let's get right into it, Patriots. Um, Rob, with a really old-school gritty big win best best yeah. win of the year over the buffalo bills on saturday it was a, it was a terrific it was football game i guess what's your big takeaway burkhead baby oh yeah i need a little more burkhead <laughs> like the cowbell yes, you know, like, yes i need more burkhead and i had said i'm not saying that i'm i know everything but i did say during the week that they needed to play more of rex burkhead and His ability to make them not as one-dimensional when you see Sony come in the game. Oh, look. Sony's in. (laughs) Yep. Alert, run. Fullback, go. Alert, run. And then when you have James come in, pass, pass, screen, pass, screen. So it was a lot more obvious when they were running the football and they were passing the football based on personnel. And when you put Rex in there, he can catch the ball out of the backfield. They can run their screens. He can run the football tough. He runs downhill. Um, unfortunate, that stupid fumble that happened to him, he got the ball punched out. But I think that he recovered well from that. And they I don't think that game would have gone the way it did if Rex didn't have the role that he had in that game. He was – he had juice in his legs, right? Yeah. Like for the first time since he's come back from the foot injury – that was quickness, decisive, exploding through the hole, making people miss. That was that was the good Rex Burkhead. That was the Rex Burkhead, by the way, you saw last year, right about this time. Yep. Um, which leads me to my big takeaway. That was the best the offense has looked to me since week one. Yeah. Since the Pittsburgh yep. Steelers game. And yes, it looked different in that Steelers game. They didn't run the ball very effectively in that Steelers game, but they threw it all over the yard. This, they had the balance, and Tom, to me, you know, we do our first episode, and I'm saying, if Tom and Julian look like they did against Cincinnati, this thing's not going to go very far. Tom looked like, I don't want to say old school Tom, but very decisive, very accurate. The elbow, which he has tennis elbow, he's going to deny it till he's blue in the face. He has tennis elbow. It's not a debilitating injury. He deals with some soreness and some stiffness from time to time, but he was decisive, Confident in his guys. I think Josh had a hell of a plan because I think there was a lot of, I don't want to say easy throws, but just stuff that he does well. He didn't attempt one pass over 20 yards in that game. Yeah, I would be taking notes if I was another team and making well, sure that sure. that number one, when you play the the New England Patriots, jam you have to jam, Julian. I When I watch defense and I watch the Buffalo Bills defense, I'm like, what are the – they're not going to touch anybody in the zone. They're not. They're not going to press the line of scrimmage and jam Julian. You're going to let Julian run completely free down the middle of the field in zone where nobody's there and he's mm-hmm. wide open the whole game. So 
You see other teams, what do they do? They ping pong them. They get onto them a little bit early on the line of scrimmage. You got to beat them up a little bit. And that's one of the takeaways that I have. Offensively, I think they did a great job of, of getting after Buffalo in the things that they were letting them do. So they're running the football. Let's keep doing it. Let's keep running the football. They're, Buffalo's a good defense, yeah, but when I look at their front and the things that they were doing, their backers, I think you saw a 30, what is it, is Alexander, how how, how old is? Um, yeah, Alexander's in the 33 he's, maybe? No, he's like 37. Is he really? Lorenzo? Is it you, Lorenzo? You, yeah, you riff while I while I use he the is, Google machine. He is 37 or 38. He's old, 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 old. 36, you are correct. 36. And I'm 35. I'm 35. So he's older than me. And you have him covering people. So they scored a touchdown on him on coverage um, with the tight end. Yep. So, you know, I think that they did a great job keeping Tom upright. He didn't, he was eight for eight coming out of the gate. Mm-hmm. He was confident when Tom isn't hit. Has time. It's he's, a great point. He's a different. Yep. He's a different guy, especially down the in the game. Down as you continue through the game, down towards the end of the game, when he's not hitting the ground as much, he's more accurate. He's more confident. He's scanning the field. He's making better throws. I think when you see other games where he's been hit in the first couple series, Cincinnati, Cincy, first first couple series, he hits the ground. He gets hit. Then you then you start to oh and you start to look around a little bit at the rush instead of down the field. So it was a good win. I mean, every, all three phases played well. Defense, you know, I think they played well. They did great for having a quarterback who can scramble and get out of the pocket. And Josh Allen, he's he's a big dude. And yeah, I, I was texting my dad. It's funny. He was he was telling me, "Hey Rob, uh, what do you think about this game?" And I said, "I don't care." The Patriots are going to win just because of the fact that it's so big, it's such mm-hmm. a big game. I don't care. And as the game was progressing, he texts me, looks like they're going to do it, like the Bills. I'm like, it's not happening. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Seen this movie before? I've been it. I've played it. Yeah. I've been in it. You know, I've, I've been there. So when I saw how the game was going, and then when they scored and they got the two-point conversion, I'm like, it's over. There's no way. They're not doing it. And then they come down, they get close. But sure enough, zero blitz, get on the quarterback, throws it up, incomplete, game over. They might see – could they see them again? It's conceivable. There would have to be some some – Upsetting. Yes. Some yeah. big upsets. Yep. So they're the two, so they play the worst – no, they, no, play, they the play the best. Yeah. So they play the lowest seed out of any, uh, out of the wild card yeah, weekend, right? right? Now, right now you would go Texans versus Titans if, if – here we are heading into week 17 it would be Texans versus Titans and it would be no Chiefs versus Titans Texans versus why am I drawing a blank on this Texans versus Bills I think the Bills could win that game I think they could too I think they could they could definitely win that football game well Houston's a schizophrenic team we see Yo, yeah, you know, huge. Every, every week Wait, I mean they almost, week, lost. Yeah. they almost lost to Tampa yep so they're up and down up and down they're, they're a roller coaster and you don't know what you're going to get out of them. So, you know, you look at this playoff race, you'd almost want Kansas City to play the Ravens. So then one of them soften them up, soften them up a little bit because say the Ravens have to play anybody else, uh, I just I, I don't I don't think they can hang with them. But you think the Kansas City Ravens, one of them's going to drop out of here instead of having to play us. One of them's getting Axed, yep. and if Kansas City has a great game offensively, and 
they're, they're able to put something together and the Ravens lose. Huh. Well, this is why the bias. And so Kansas City's coming here, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. Well, this is why the bias is so important, right? Because had they fallen against the Bills or do they slip up against the Dolphins, which I just, I'm sorry, I just can't see happening. It's going to be a motivated Dolphins team. It's going to be pretty motivated. They're, how many coaches they have over there that used to be here last year? You sure, think, sure, but if they what's get, the track record of ex coaches the next year on their new teams? But they've what had some success. They've had some success. Yeah, but I'm not saying that it's gonna. Hopefully, it's freezing cold and and Miami doesn't even want to step off the plane. Um, but they're playing well. You know, Fitzpatrick just threw for over 400 yards, mm-hmm. and I mean, I know they don't have the, the the most amount of talent on that team, and they're not a terrific team, but the, I think they're well coached, and they're kind of progressing in a, in a way that you see B flow, kind of pushing all the the guys out that don't fit the culture and mm-hmm. the system, and the guys that are staying are the ones obviously that have the things that he's looking for, and then they're going to have a huge draft, and then they have I don't know how much cap space, hundred million, I think, hundred plus, yeah. Wish I was 26, <laughs> not 25. You'd be, see, you'd 25, be 26, not you'd be 35. In, in, in right in the prime of your career and a culture guy. Oh, you, oh. yeah, you would have got you would have got overpaid. Kyle Vinoy? You would have got overpaid. Kyle yeah. Vinoy? Yes. Oh, he's going to Miami. Keep, keep, keep an eye he's on it. He's going to Miami. There's a big bag of money he's for him. Going if he right wants to it. Miami. <laughs> um no state tax. The 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 buy is huge. And I guess it leads me to my next question because Edelman. Forget about the concussion protocol thing, which he said he was basically just trying to buy the call. And then because he laid on the ground, they decided he was in yeah. concussion protocol. He got smoked, though, he, by the he, way. He, he did get smoked. So I, I don't care what you say as far as selling it. When yeah. you get hit that hard, like, yeah. your bell's rung. Yeah. Your bell's not. How can you not ring the bell? I mean, it's, <laughs> but, you know when you ring a bell? Yes. You know that little thing that yeah. swings in there? Yeah. That's your, that's your that brain. Called. That's your brain when you get your bell rung as a football player. It's just bouncing off the inside of your skull. Well, when he came back, he caught you were talking about them playing zone and that was that the first play the was the first play. Wide open. He ran down the middle of the field with nobody no one around him. him. You're like, what you know, like let's calm down. Like and, the run after he he did break a tackle, but I was like, let's calm down about the the you know like coming back and giving them life. They didn't cover him. He just he ran right well, down the I middle mean, of the field. Without Julian, I think that the game could have turned a different direction because of the fact that he is the outlet. He's the guy that's why it's so surprising that you don't have all your attention onto him. The second he comes on the field, alert, alert, 11's in the game. What do we do? We jam him, hit him, don't let him free release, don't let him run into his zone wide open with nobody touching him, nobody around him. So that's on Buffalo. That's yeah. coaching. That's yeah. coaching, 100% And I coaching. think they're a pretty well-coached team, but that was just a that was a clear flaw in the plan that I, I you're – I don't know how they Defense, explain it. I didn't like their game plan. I feel like they just tried to rush – they have bigger guys – they look like they got worn out. They look like they didn't have any pop and pass rush. I didn't love their offensive game plan either, no. right? Because especially early, he, he is a big game for Allen on the road. I know he won in Pittsburgh, but this is a different this is a different animal coming here with all that was on the table. And I thought to me, get him confidence early. Screen passes, swings, little things in the flat, little crossing routes just to get him going. And also power run. Where was the quarterback power run stuff? Look, he's not Lamar Jackson. I know. But they have some of that stuff in their bag. He is athletic and mobile and strong. So just strong. Yeah. How about that the high tower when he was all over him? Yes. And he was just holding the ball out there and then just threw it away. Because yeah, we know high tower is an absolute bull, right? That, yeah, he's that 250, was, yeah. 260. I mean, he's that he's got, that is very strong man yes. for him to be able to do that. Yep. 
but it, that was impressive. I did, I, so I didn't really understand why they didn't let him get some confidence early. And I think when you look at it, he didn't get confidence until the last drive prior to half, right? Yeah. And to me, that just that's on Dayball and the coaching staff there too, because I think they just had it to be be finer. But you go into this Miami game to get back to that. Julian was certainly better than he was against Cincy. Not nearly as limited, but still. I wonder how he feels today. Probably that's not. My, that's my question. Probably not great. Because of the fact if it is some type of issue, maybe game days, he doesn't feel it. But then after, it's pretty tough to to manage. And I think we saw that last week. There was some video of him in practice where, you know, like there's no contact. We're watching the first, you know, five minutes of practice. You can't. So what you do is for – for a player when you have to deal with something on game day, you can, you can do it and you do what you got to do and you make sure it doesn't feel too bad. You go out there and play, but during the week you can't do that. It's just, you can't, you can't do, you can't do an injection on it or anything to help, help the pain or take a, take something to help the pain during practice. So, you know, it, it might be just a game day thing is when he feels the best all week. And then after two days after he probably feels absolutely terrible has to fight through it, has to be warm, has to make sure he's moving. Because sometimes when you have some little nicks or issue with your knee, hip, anything, you have to, the more you stay warm and, and move, right. the better you are. If you stop and you kind of take some time off and you get cold, then it's tough to get back in it. Yeah, you especially know? when it's 20 degrees outside, too. Yeah, it was just cold. All, that was cold. It, it all adds to it. So with that said, would you consider forced rest for Julian Edelman this week? Or do you have to, based on you need the two seed, you can't slip up, dress him, play him, and then the first sign of it's this game is in our favor, he goes and sits down? Mm, I would say, yeah, you have to. You have to be aware of the guys that you got to take care of because you need that buy. You need that time. So I would say you'd have to have them available because you need the buy. Um, but the second that the game looks like it can be in control – um, 100% managing his reps, making sure he's not out there just putting himself in a situation where he could potentially not be there moving forward because of anything. You know, you, it's just wear and tear, one cut, one certain movement, one tackle. I mean, you know, you don't know. That's football. But you would want to minimize the risk, especially if they got up like two scores or something. Get him out. Put some of the younger guys in there in running situations where you know he's just stock blocking or just blocking. The only problem with that is – People don't respect the play action or something where he's coming up and then they pull it and then look, ooh, he, then he jukes out of the way and he does his little, you know, yeah. his little, <laughs> that's his thing. So, do you think he does that in his head when he makes the move? He goes, yeah, he does something like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like ma- a snake. Managing reps and not knowing when the injuries are coming. If you go around the league, pretty interesting news out of Baltimore. Baltimore is locked up to one seed. Yeah. But Mark Ingram goes down with a calf oh, injury. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. They're going to tell you that he's going to be fine. Yeah. They're, no, they're not going to say it. They're, so oh, he, it's just no structural. R- right. That didn't look any, that looked like structural to me. It, I've seen so many guys have the A word when it just getting off. And you know what the A word is, right? You're going to Achilles? Achilles. Achilles. Yeah. Achilles. Heel. Takes down the strongest of them. It doesn't matter. Um, when I saw him get off the ball, it was just in like a zone read. And just the second he pushed off, looks like he, he went right for that thing. He went right for it. Didn't look like calf, looked like below the calf. So two weeks, I don't two weeks ain't enough. If even I mean, if it's not a even if it is a calf, whatever it is, if it's a calf pull, he's not gonna be ready to go in two weeks. 
and he has been the thunder to Lamar's lightning, right? He has been a terrific add for them and how they play. So obviously, I won't expect him to see to see him play in week 17. You get the buy, so that buys you, yeah, essentially three weeks before their next game. But that's one of those things where you have to watch. And now you're Baltimore, and you're going into a meeting with Pittsburgh, who you hate, and Pittsburgh still needs this game. How does Harbaugh manage his roster? Big picture. Does Lamar play, or do you sit Lamar and, again, give— He took some big shots in that Browns game. That big. Oh, on the sideline? What was he, he doing? So he out was, of bounds. To everybody who didn't see this game, he was scrambling to the side, to the sideline, and one of his tight ends was right in front of him, and he pointed for him to go and block one of the guys. I think he thought he was going to go block the guy to the sideline, but he turned— and didn't block either of the guys. <laughs> yeah. He completely Oops. missed. He didn't touch anybody. He just didn't block anybody. And both guys absolutely just like destroyed him. One guy went low. The other guy hit him right in the chest. Looked like he folded up like a like an accordion. And I was like, oh boy, that looked like it hurt. And then he popped <laughs> right up and he looked at his tight end like, oh, I thought I told you to get that guy. But uh, he didn't. Yeah. So he, he's taken a lot. Even even when he got pushed there on that, um, so in the low red there, they were going into score. Mm-hmm. They didn't score. They kicked the field goal in that in that drive. But I can't remember the D lineman, but pushed him, and he awkwardly kind of like pushed, like landed on both legs and then spun out and fell. But then got up, kind of like his knee was. Yeah, that didn't. He was go, bending his knee. That didn't go the right way. He was bending his knee and he was like kind of testing it. And every time he does that, the whole fate of the the whole team is probably like. Our future, our fate is all with him. It's everything. So it's going to be tough because if they lose that game, does it do anything? Nothing. 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 But then you want to have momentum and you don't want to have three weeks off. I was going to say, is three weeks too too much for for anybody? What, yeah, I mean, uh, yes, yes. Three weeks. Like is, Marshall Leander, they're, they're, they're all pro guard. You sit him? No, you got to play. You got to play. I mean, I, I think unless it was somebody, even, even the quarterback, he's got to play. But I think it all depends on what the score looks like and then maybe altering some of your plays. After that play where he got hit by the defensive lineman, and there was actually a penalty on that play because it was a late hit, they did like four runs in a row, like complete just dive, 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 like mm-hmm. nothing, like nothing moving. He even, he threw one pass, but he wasn't scrambling or anything. He just was. I think they were like, okay, let's just make sure he's okay here. It's a hard thing to tell someone who's as, as instinctive as he is because you because you know the message this week will be if he's gonna yeah, play yeah d- dude you can't be taking hits don't be running around like I know, a crazy but man get rid of the ball but as then a when you're there player, yeah because you're like so hard because it's it's in you guy. it's in you to yeah. it's in you to like play and beat everybody you're going against you can't just like and then sometimes if you try to go a little bit less because you don't want to get hurt guess what that's when you get hurt you get hurt who was the quarterback in college that they should have pulled but he who was that guy. Is it Alabama? Who was that guy? Tua. Tua. Yeah, Tua. I mean, I know it was Tua. That's yeah. us. Tua, you didn't right? know it was Tua. Hey, well, no, I was thinking for a second. I didn't know if you were going old Who's school. Who's that guy, on Alabama? No, no was, this year they're up a lot. They yeah, should have pulled him out. Thirty-five to seven at the yeah. right before the half. Blew I mean, his hip let's out. Let's do a two. Let's do a two-minute oh. drill. Oh, Ugh. yeah, that's a killer, right? That's bad. Uh, there was an interesting thing that happened in that Ravens game, however. Uh, and while we're here, I know we want to talk about the Chiefs, but. Maybe Are we doing Stinko? Let's go Stinko here. We let's go, go Ninko, Ninko Stinko? Let's go Ninko Stinko. Let's break it up. We're going to yeah. do something different this week. Yeah. Let's have fun. Okay.
Ninko Stinko. Okay, so let me take you through this. The score at this point, I think the Ravens are up maybe 17 points or 14. Yes, yeah, yeah, somewhere in there. 15 points, yeah. I think. Oh, it was 15 because yeah, they needed 21 6, right? Yes, they needed the two point conversion to put it within a one possession game. Um, so OBJ scores the touchdown on the fade. Mm hmm. They're they're down. They're losing. They've they've been getting their butts kicked. And he does the Lamar and the Raven dance, like the little the little trot with the hands. And if the only feet. people when we get the video component, the, the hands and the feet. To see him trying. I'm to doing do it. Video. I'm yeah. doing it. You, <laughs> you do. You kind of like prancing, right? And yes. you're flipping your hands. So That's he's doing visual. it. I'm thinking to myself, you're losing. You're losing, and then you're mocking the team that's beating you, and you're mocking the team that has two losses on the season. It's that was a stinky moment to me. I'm like, <laughs> what's going on here? Like, this is ridiculous. Haven't we seen this though? Hasn't this become and then, a thing? And then the guy argues with his head coach. Yes. Be, what, because of the two point conversion, they didn't get it. Yep. And then he comes off on the sideline, throws his helmet, has a tantrum, little meltdown, like little little kid meltdown tantrum. And then he's saying something to his head coach. I oh, I couldn't imagine an offensive player coming off the field and just saying something to Bill in his like just saying something like, "What was that shit call?" or anything, <laughs> right. you know? Right. And, and I would. Oh man, it would just be insane. Well, we've had a couple. He might just say, "Just just go, go. just get out of here. We don't. We're fine." Well, you know, the Patriots fans. Will be eyeballing Odell all offseason? Oh, please don't. Is he gonna oh, they they trade him? They need a receiver, they need a weapon. It, uh, Just get ready for Just it. Just don't. It's you'll gonna be, happen. We'll be talking about it on this podcast. You'll be talking about it on the ESPN. And I, I'm not a huge I'm not a fan. The guy's got all the talent in the world, but I just I don't see the the team aspect of his game. Is he a winning player? Is he a winning team player that could help your team come together and go to the ultimate game? Which what, is a Super Bowl? What allowed Moss? Like you Moss is a, Moss was, I think, the competitive nature of him. He wanted to be the best and always wanted to be the best at everything he did. And I don't think he cared about if somebody else got a pass and he had to go clear out the field or something. I think he would have done it. He might have said, "Hey, I was open on that one," sure. but he's still going to run his route, and he's not going to have an issue with somebody else getting the football. If if he, on that particular play, he might have been open. I'm 100. I've heard Moss yell, "I'm open," <laughs> you know, "Open all day, Bill." He used to I'm flash open. the hand right all, all the time. day, baby. I'm open, <laughs> you know, like that's how he'd come on practice. Like y'all, y'all can't cover me. That's what he'd say all day, you know, in his twang. So his southern, his southern twang that he would that he would talk in because. He was he was the best trash trash talker. That guy could trash the best, <laughs> just trash talking trash to everybody. And it was so fun because he even said to Bill, he would even say he would talk trash to Bill, and it was great because Bill go right back at him, yeah. go right back at him, back and forth, back and forth. Um, I honestly think it's a different generation. That's what it is. It's the talent, of course. OBJ could be the best. He could be a really good receiver. He is a really good receiver. I'm not taking that away from him. But he would be a better receiver if maybe he had the old-school mentality. And that old-school mentality was the way the game – you know, I feel we've seen a difference in the game. Guys, it's more, you know, get yourself out there, there's social a, media. There's a branding Make, part. It's a branding. It's, it's yes, a branding it's absolutely thing. Absolutely fact. Know, he's wearing a watch in the game. Like, it's a branding thing. It's, it's put your name out there. He was in New York. 
You know, he's got millions of people following him on his Instagram. Um, it's a completely different game. And I feel like when you look back at when Moss was playing, you know, guys were you could you could have been humbled on the football field too now. So back when Moss was playing, going over the middle was different mm -hmm. than going over the middle right now. You go over the middle now, you don't have to worry about taking a nap. Back then, <laughs> you did. You had Lynch, John Lynch coming to take your chin off. And Lynch, John Lynch couldn't even play in the NFL right now. He would not play in the NFL. Yeah, a bunch of those guys. He'd have been fine. He would have been fined every game. Rodney, who got fined a lot, would would be he'd in be the out same of the place. game. Yep. He would not be able to play because the way that they played was so physical. They would go over the guy would go over the middle and they would just knock him out. I hit him right in the face with their crown of their helmet, launch into him, KO'd, sleep, frozen. Next. And people didn't want to run the route. Like right. you want me to run the over? Like the guy that's in the coma just did? Yeah. No. No. Uh -huh. Maybe I won't do it as fast. Nowadays, you know, there's no fear. I know it's funny, and that, and I actually that was watching the Cowboys Eagles game last night, and Amari Cooper. It was against a zone, and he curled up, and it was kind of a honey hole. It was a nice little spot there. And is that I, when he got overthrown? It was a little high, but he just threw up the one hand. Like, oh, he threw the one yeah, hand. Yeah, he up. didn't. Yeah. He, I, you know, he clearly thought that the guy was closer than he was, and he's just like, I'm not taking, I'm not getting my ribs cracked for this. I'm going to be a free agent at the end of the year. That's all that reeked yeah, up I to mean, me. That's, that's, that, there's the other aspects of that, too, now that the game and the money and everything is where it's at right now. You don't you want to make sure that you're healthy at the end of the season. Maybe yeah, stick two hands up there. Maybe something happens here. Oh, I jump in that pile. Maybe my knee gets flamingoed and it goes the wrong way. So right. I know. And flamingo, this is a Ninko term. Flamingo, yeah. football term, would be when your knee – Looks like a flamingo and goes the wrong way. And that happens sometimes with tight ends and receivers, running backs. It's pretty nasty. That uh, that sounds unpleasant. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it happens though. <laughs> I've had mine. It wasn't, it was like sideways flamingo. It was like a. And when, when that happens too, like when you see your leg going in the wrong yeah, way, what's, what goes through, aside from the fact that, ow. <clears throat> yeah, you know, you just instantly think to yourself, is my career over? That's the first thing you think of. Is my career over? And unfortunately, some guys, Dustin Keller, good tight end, great tight end, who was with the Jets, went to Miami preseason, exact thing. He literally, that was a terrible hit, and he had nerve damage, couldn't, couldn't play again. Yeah, that was pretty brutal. Um, let's get back on a, well, we kind of got back on a serious tip. I wanted to hit you with the Chiefs, who, you know, they emasculated the Bears. And I, I know it was in Chicago, but Mitch Trubisky is not very good at football. So I'm not going to go. <laughs> so inaccurate. You know, it's funny. I'm from Chicago. My family is from the area. Yeah. I have friends. I was at the game, the Philly game last year. I went to that game, tailgated, had a great time. Double doink. I was there. And I've never seen so many grown men completely crushed. <laughs> and I, as an ex-football player, I'm like, it's it's just a game. Right. Like, what are you, what's going on here? Like, you guys are crying. Yeah. You're really crying. You're really like going nuts. You want to find this kicker. You want to find where he lives. Give me a break. Like these guys are we've lost They're probably going on vacation in their beamer or like yeah. their first class somewhere really nice right now. Granted, I'm not taking that away. Some guys were probably really angry and upset. Um but I think fans take it a little more personal because they haven't been there and look, now they're not in the playoffs anymore. I mean, it, the Chicago media, the Chicago fan base mm -hmm. is very very tough on quarterbacks 
on. They haven't seen a good one in no, a long time. I mean, Cutler, that guy, that so, probably he probably couldn't eat a meal in Chicago without a saliva. In it. <laughs> you know, someone just spitting a hocker right in his meal. Bad. They went to bad. a Super Bowl with Rex Grossman as the quarterback. Yeah, they did. And then people were like, Rex. Rex Let's was- not forget about Kyle Orton. Yes. Purdue guy. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Purdue guy. That was my first sack, by the way. D- Denver. Oh, yeah, In that's Denver. Right. That's right. Yep. And then he had that one good year when he went to Buffalo. Yeah. I had three sacks in Buffalo against him. I've had a lot of sacks against Wharton. <laughs> it's great. It's fun. Uh, the, so the Chiefs destroyed him. Yeah. But my point in looking at the Chiefs now is their last four weeks since the bye, nine points to the Raiders. 16 of the Patriots in New England. I know there were some calls, but there was some other stuff that happened too. So we, you know, you can play the game both sides. Denver, three points. Chicago, three points. Is the Kansas City's defense now taking root under Spagnola? Is this a good defense? Is this a defense that can travel, that could come back here again if the seeds remain the same? Yep. And beat you or maybe travel to Baltimore and beat Baltimore? Yeah, I think they can. Um, you see what they're doing with the defensive front. They have Brendan Daly that was here last year. I look, I was with him for a lot of, lot of time, and I know how hard he works. And uh, you know the the time that he puts in. And when I say a lot of time, he was in the meetings. He was doing stuff extra. He'd have bags under his eyes. He didn't sleep. Didn't see his family. I mean, the dude works extremely hard. So I know that he is getting those guys the most and the best stuff as far as being prepared on what what we're doing the scheme how to play blocks how to get off blocks everything that he does is really first class um so it was it was tough to see him leave because i know how much he brings to the the table Mm -hmm. um so i think he has that d-line playing really well i know they lost a couple pass rushers but they signed Suggs, who yeah he's old he's 38, 37, 38. 38. He's played 17 years. I mean, there's a lot of He's torn both Achilles. I talk about Achilles. He's torn both of them. Which is bananas. Which is nuts. I mean, I want to know what protein he's on to get back from (laughs) two double Achilles tears. Um, But I think that they definitely can. They're playing fast. You know, Matthew, I like Tyron. You know, I think he's a really good player. He's fast. He brings a lot of leadership to that team. He brings the energy defensively. So, yeah, I think that definitely that with the offense that they have and their ability to score points, they just need a. That's why they spent over a hundred million on their defense because they just needed to take a, the next step on defense, and they couldn't have a team, which early in the season they were they weren't let stopping the run at all. Yeah, they, were they were bad. bad. So I think they've taken that next step, and they understand this is what we need to do. We've taken a few lumps early on, and if we want to be, we're. We want to go and we want to beat the team that beat us last year. They were one play away, one offsides away mm-hmm. from getting to the Super Bowl. So they know that's a that's a terrible taste in your mouth. Like one play, they intercepted the football in that play as well. So you look at the time of possession from last year, how much the Patriots had the football, they knew we got to get off the field. We got to give our team, offense, Mahomes, more chances with the football because we all we all see it, how explosive they are. Very explosive. Um, yeah, it, it, I think a lot of people, well, if you like football, you'd love to see those two teams meet in Foxborough in January at some point. Yeah, the no, yeah. Um, but again, there's three teams. I mean, three teams in the AFC. That's it. That's all I think. Baltimore, that's a, New England. That's it. KC. KC. So, yeah, I don't, I mean, 
The rest of them, I don't look at Tennessee. Meh, well, I not. just to me, I go to Houston. Houston has a ton of talent, and and they're rumbling now. JJ is going to come back for for a postseason yep. run, which is great. Although he's been hurt a ton over the last whatever three four years, um, but they just they had a chance to prove to me after they beat the Patriots that they were real this year. And they turned around and got their ass kicked yeah, by Denver. Did, and yeah. that to me was just like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, you're capable of beating anybody on a on a Sunday because they do have that kind of talent. But I don't think they can string together three wins. I just don't. Yeah. I just don't think they're that kind of team. Um let's go to story time with Nick. Although, do you have a good one? What do you want to go with? Well, I have tons of story. <laughs> well, well, I have because I actually have a a I'm in the locker room it's a couple weeks ago. And Devin McCourty is giving me a hard time, as he often does. And uh, You see the jewelry on him after the game? Yeah, he was yeah. blinging. Yeah, he was blinging. He's not he's normally. bling out. Yeah. Like, blinged. Maybe he's changed. Maybe it's gone to his head. Does your chain halo? <laughs> does, it, oh, no, no. does it shine in the light? <laughs> you like to sing. I think this is, could uh, yeah. be a singing with Rob segment we might is have Is it to platinum? Do. Is it gold? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know how we got on it, but somehow we ended up talking about, well, he was saying that Bill always blames the safeties. Again, the conversation was all over the place because it started with him giving me grief. Then we started talking football. And then somehow it turned to outside linebackers, defensive ends, setting the edge. And he said, Yeah, tell Ninkovich. Well, I mean, he's like, Ninkovich was the king of the peekaboo. Oh, I yeah. I would, I'm always going to make a play. I'm not going to let the safety go make the tackle. I'm going to make, if I'm taking the guy on on the line of scrimmage and I'm taking on this 320 pound fat guy, I'm not just going to put myself in one position and let let Devin come in and make the play. <laughs> so I'd say, yeah, I got backer for that's outside force. I got outside force. Stay inside. And it's a set. So people don't realize this. The running backs set up their blocks. Running backs set up all their blocks. When they see a guy, what do they do? They put they put their head one way. They go one way. And get, where are they going? They're not going that way. They're going the other way. If I stick my head outside, a running back is not going to run right into me. If I put my head inside, but I know that I'm going to go outside and I'm going to make this play, I keep my stuff, my head, my shoulders, when I say my my stuff, I keep everything, my body, so my shoulders, peek them, right? I inside? peek them inside, I'm, I'm baiting him, baiting him, baiting him, baiting him. He sees me, we make eye contact, come in here, I'm here, he bounces, I bounce. It's the same thing, but the guys behind me, <laughs> they don't know where I'm at. So I would just tell them, don't worry about it. The play will be made. If he gets outside, I miss the tackle. At least he's going to bounce and he's going to have to fight through some arms and and he's not going to be clean. He's not going to be just flying through the outside. He's not going to fly right past you. So I might have hung them out to dry every <laughs> once in a while. All right. But I didn't – I mean, see, people might say I'm a little – like me and Matty P had a, our fair share of debates. discussions and you know debates on how to play things. And as a player – I was very maybe hard-headed. This is how I would do it. This is the way I'd like to do it. I'm not necessarily a fan of doing it this way. And if you want me to do it that way, maybe I don't. I got a funny story. This is going back to me being hard-headed. We're playing Denver, and it's here. And I got a call from Hightower, and with that call, I'm supposed to go inside the tackle. Well, when he made the call, and when he makes that call, he scrapes outside. He just runs, and he he thinks I'm going to be inside the tackle. In the B-gap, he takes a C-gap. Well, I'm a big reader of stances, so I'll read a guy's stance. I'll read his weight. I'll read his hands. I'll read his eyes. I'll read his helmet position, where he's looking. 
And he was tight, 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 heavy inside foot, not not going to let me in there. So I was just going to go in there and just get demolished. <laughs> so I gave him the, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I blitzed the, like I got right on the edge, swiped him, strip, strip sack, fumble, Vince recovered. And it was all because I didn't do what I was supposed <laughs> to do. I was like, oh, I'm not doing that. I, I'm going to, if I make it, if I take it, I make it. Great. If I take it, I miss it. I get yelled at. But sometimes that's the way the football is. You can't just do certain things. You almost sometimes you got to let the football player out of you. You just got to say, "I'm just going to do this. I feel it. It's like an instinct, and it works." So what does Hightower say? See what the hell did you just do? Yeah, you see. Or hey, just, nice, nice. No, play. I'd be like, "Good job," son, but like, you son of a bitch. Yeah, you took, to me. Like, I'm, you didn't do what I told you to do, and I was like, "Yeah, well, sorry." Or you could give him a sorry you know, about I, that. I, no, I, I confirmed I, though. Yeah. So I said, "I got you, buddy. I'm right here." And then so I, you yesed him. Yeah. So like you do with gotcha. your, like you do with your significant other. Your wife tells you, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." You didn't even hear what she said. No, I knew what he wanted me to do. <laughs> I knew exactly. Go inside, go in the B gap. I'll be outside. Yeah. Like, so I, I don't want to go in the B so gap. So he wanted the strip sack. It's really what he's telling no, me. No, this is more of a run thing because it's a run. Like you want me to be in the B gap. And then if it is pass, like he would either keep going. He could have blitzed. He, he chooses where he wants to go, but there's no way he would have got there because it's the angle. He's inside backer. He's going all the way. He's looping all the way out. It's time. So the ball would have been thrown by that point by him to get to the quarterback. So. I've done it to Chung. Chung knows. He's felt the pain. Like Chung, <laughs> Chung, asked, asked, felt the Chung, pain. Chung would ask me to jam the tight end. Like Chung would be like, hey, Rob, and it's third and 10. They asked me to jam the tight end all the time. I'm like, it's third down. Like, you're killing me on the get off. I'm never going to get there. Right. So I'd be like, yeah, I got it. I'll jam him. <laughs> no way. I'd get in a three-point stance, just blow off. I'd just blow off the football, just try and get past him. And Chung would be like, thanks. Thanks for the jam, buddy. <laughs> Oh, it's fun though. I mean, I missed that. I missed it. I, I would say this at, in the third year, not playing. I think I miss it more now than I did the first second years. First two years, I was like, eh. well, like you were saying. Uh, I think I don't want to. I think we just were having a conversation just about the the idea of like you've done the same thing for so long to prepare yourself for football, then to go through the season and the misery you felt during the week when you're trying to recover. I put my helmet on last night just watching. <laughs> I put my helmet on and I just put it on. I took a picture of it. I sent it to Vinoy. I said, how do I look? How do I look, buddy? He started laughing. Then I FaceTime. One time I faced Chris, FaceTime Chris Long, yeah. and I was in my three, my four-point stance, and he just instantly started dying laughing. That is pretty funny. It's funny. Yeah. Sometimes I just put it on for fun. I got like a bunch of them. They just... I haven't... I got the custom one, like where they scan your head yeah. for my last year. I didn't play with it. So I was like, oh, it's like a brand new helmet. When I put it on, I don't realize, like, I can't believe I did the things that I did with this thing on for so long. I don't want to touch anybody. I, I don't want to hit anybody. You know, my my uh, my wife walked past me. Paige walked past me and, like, like how's this feeling? Like, don't, like, hit me right on the forehead. Yeah. I said, yeah, you just yeah. you just concussed me a little <laughs> yeah, bit. That's like, not good. You rattled my brain. Like, every time I see Chung after a game, like, you kind of want to give the guy a hug because he, he puts – he's in such a – a unique role where they ask him, he's essentially playing linebacker a lot. He's filling yeah. gaps and getting into it with guards and tackles and bigger tight ends. And I mean, I think the last three years he's been on the injury report pretty much the entire he's time. He's old too. He's what? 30, 32. Two? Maybe, yeah. 
I didn't play at 33. So he'll keep going because he has a he's he's got a good contract. He's gonna keep rolling. But you know, at certain or certain time there, you're like, oh, I feel pretty bad. I feel <laughs> I don't feel like a spring chicken here. I feel I'm getting beat up pretty good now. Yeah. And then boys are big. When I look, when I saw the Eagles were playing and I was looking at their tackle is a monster. Who no, what am I I can't even think of his name right now. Not Peters. You're talking Dillard? Dillard and Peters are both monsters. Both of them. It's Dillard. When I looked at both guys, I'm like, Dillard, no way. Dillard has a chance to be a stud. They love there's that. No, there's no way I'd want to go inside there and just get ping-ponged by those two monsters. They love that pick. Um, so randomly, you know, because we sort of have a, a sad rundown, but we're just going off a of flow. Yeah, we're just, this is a flow thing. Uh, this is so, like a, so, so I just threw out there. I said, hey, tape in our second episode of the Nico Show today. Got any questions for Nick? If there's a good one or two, we'll use it. And there were plenty. Yeah. But um, – my colleague Rhett Lewis. Oh, Rhett. Yeah. Oh, come uh, on, the NFL Rhett. Network. Get out of here. He, uh, he, he asked <laughs> me about the bucket or something. Ask him, Nick, yeah, how it feels to watch Indiana field. win oh, the bucket man. and get the nod for a January Bowl in Florida. I'll hang up and listen. Oh yeah, that, I'm sure there's going to be so many f- people there at that bowl <laughs> game. It's going to be packed. You so, so, sold out, sell out. Anyway, well, Rhett, me and Rhett go way back, right? Yeah, and. Uh, I'm a Purdue guy. He's an IU guy. I always like to tell him, IU got me drafted, man. They got me in the combine. I had, I had eight sacks, eight sacks against them in two years. Got me drafted. Thank you, IU, for my signing bonus. So you can enjoy your little January 1st bowl game. Exactly. Have fun with your yeah, enjoy, bowl game, Rhett. Enjoy Listen that, to that. Yeah. What else we got? We got any more questions, some good ones? Uh, we got this one. It's a good one from uh, Bregnard. Despite the company line being one week at a time, do coaches, specifically Bill, hold schemes or plays they feel like could improve them on one side of the ball in the playoffs? For instance, is there a schematic fix to the Pats O that Bill is holding for the playoffs? Uh, I would I would say that they have run a lot of trick plays this year, a lot of toss, toss back, reverse. We've seen reverses a lot. We this had the year. option with Sanu. Option here, with yeah. Sanu it didn't work very well. Didn't work. Um, They've done they've done a lot of different type of plays here to kind of get out of the funk, you know, to, to get out of the funk, get in a rhythm, score because they can't they couldn't score they in the no red zone. Plays. So <laughs> that's what they've been trying to do. The explosive play, the Julian Edelman touchdown is all like trying to gain back that explosive play type ability. So you know, I think when they run those, they definitely. Mark, okay, that one worked well. Maybe we won't do that option play again. So I don't think they necessarily hold back plays for the playoffs, but I think that they document the successful plays that they could potentially run again that in a pinch or in a bind, this one worked pretty good. We had a lot of space here. Let's let's run that one again, similar to the Ravens game where we had the Amendola-Edelman connection tossed back to, to – Help us win that football game and the funky formations. Who's legal? Who's not legal? Exactly the uh, the old that was, was that that was that was uh that was from uh, Alabama, right? Didn't they run yeah, that first yeah. and then they picked that up from Saban? I remember just being up in the press box going, "What the hell is happening?" Yeah, I mean that was the who man was not you know he's who man who man I covering this guy up and that guy's eligible and holy mackerel. They'll Harbaugh's, come up with something. They'll Harbaugh's probably come head up with something. Was, yeah, yeah. They like to exploring. they like to mess with Harbaugh. Yeah. Uh, and Brady enjoyed that. Why well, didn't he learn the rule book? I think was his quote or something to that effect. Yep. Yeah. Went uh, 
when in the uh, Harbaugh's ear sideways. He didn't like that one. Uh, on that front, yes, Padre asks, when we get to Baltimore, would it make sense to play D with five linebackers? So essentially go two, five, four. Um, the, the hard part to play the Ravens right now is their tight ends, the tight end position, because you still need to cover those guys because they're so good. Um, and it's all matchups. So, yeah, it'd be nice to load up and stop the run. And I, I just think it's so hard when he can pull it and throw the football with success. And when you have two guys on the field, two tight ends where you can stay in 12 personnel, which is one back, two tight ends, or 22, two backs, two tight ends, um, that's what puts you in the predicament. Because usually when when you see 12, you're like, okay, it's we'll put... You go bigger, right? You know, yeah, you go bigger, but you, you put like, who can cover? Okay, we'll put Chung. Chung will take Andrews. On Andrews, but that's a tough matchup. I mean, he's good. He's big. He's strong. Can Andrews, can Chung hold up on him if he's running the football? Like, that's the difference is when you have a tight end on that can block because those guys block well. They can block and they can release for a pass. So you have a guy man-to-man. He's blocking, he's blocking, he's blocking. Oh no, he's running a seven, and I'm a, two steps behind him because I was just going to set the edge. So when I was always playing, the hardest part about being on the line of scrimmage is having the drop in coverage and be stout in the run because your mentality is I got to get to the curl, I got to get to the flat, or he's my man, I'm man to man, and he comes at you and then releases because then you're a step behind. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting. I I do think that. It helps the Patriots playing them before they see them, playing them earlier in the season. They'll kind of know what to expect, and I definitely think there'll be some wrinkle here to figure out. Okay, how do we, how do we maybe get a little bit more pressure or hit the quarterback more in those running situations? Because in those RPO run pass option or option plays, your quarterback is live; he can be hit. So if you can hit him often, hit him early. Maybe those hits affect him in accuracy with throwing if he has to throw the ball down the field. That's why every time you run the quarterback, you risk a jammed finger, a shoulder. Sure. He's taking big hits. Sore ribs, et cetera. Anything that could affect a ball that he throws that's high and it's an interception. So all those things are factors. All right, those are good questions. I like that. We might have to uh, incorporate, incorporate that on the regular. Let's do it. Let's, uh, let's finish up with pet peeves we have a million of them yeah i got a lot of pet peeves i'm kind of i'm pretty nuts when it comes to that but but i but i i suggested in the email when we did the uh when we did the the inaugural pilot episode that mm-hmm. no one ever heard you had a good one about oh yeah crunching and slurping no oh, oh <laughs> so bad so i think the people i think the people at home need all to right know. we'll bring that one up uh, so I, if I'm at a, in a quiet space or a room and I am not eating myself, say I'm reading the paper and somebody is ch- chomping down on Crispix or like Cheerios. Your dad. <laughs> say my dad is doing that. My pops. I, I, it just, it just, it's like, it's like an ice pick to the brain. Like I instantly just feel it. I'm like, oh, like, dude, can you like, can you not slurp a little bit? Can you just maybe quiet down a little bit on the chewing? And he's like, what? What do you, what do you want me to do? I'm chewing. Like, I know, I know. But it, it's like, it's just, it just bothers me. It bothers me. 
You know what I'm saying? I, the crunching? The crunching. Is that me? Is that me being crazy? I mean, it's a little bit crazy. It's, it's, Kevin's looking at you, our engineer. He's looking at you. You think like, I'm yeah, nuts? You think I'm crazy? I'm a little nuts. Chris thinks I'm nuts. Chris thinks I'm crazy, but it's probably from him headbutting me so many times after yeah, a big play. I th- didn't he post one of those pictures? I think he posted yeah. one of those, yeah. He grabbed me by the chest plate and headbutted <laughs> me, and I was like, dude, why? <laughs> why did you do that? It's, this game is hard enough. I don't need to I never see, look, friendly fire. I'm happy that I was smart enough as a younger player to realize that ramming your head into somebody that when you don't have to is not a good idea. Guys used to headbutt all the time. I'd be like, no, don't touch me. Don't don't touch my head. Don't grab my shoulder pads. Don't look at me like you want to headbutt me because I'm not doing it. Mayo used to try and catch guys. Like he would, before the game, we'd all do like, a, you know, everyone kind of taps heads, tap heads. He'd come and he'd get you real quick. I'd be like, dude, just don't. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta do fifty of these. Like, stop. Right. Got to save them up as much as possible. I got to. I think them Tom. Games, I huh? think Tom actually. One game. I think Tom hit Mayo once, and it like chipped his tooth. <laughs> <laughs> I think he did because Tom was, or I think it was. I think Mayo was pissed. He's like. And we used to have these mouthpieces, which they were hard. I hated them. I couldn't wear them, but they were actually like. Not soft. I'm like, what? Is, what's the point? They're right. hard. They're You're gonna like to form your yeah. yeah so yeah. like, if you hit somebody really hard and you bite down, you could potentially hurt your teeth. So guys so did away with that. But Mayo, yeah, Mayo. It happened to Mayo. Like, Headbutt. I, I don't need to chip tooth. my tooth. Chipped his tooth because you're was if you're not ready for it, you're not like anticipating it. The well, guy can catch you, and you're not like your mouth isn't the right place, or your your mouth guard's not in. I couldn't play without a mouth guard. Like I had to wear a mouthpiece. If I didn't have a mouthpiece in, I was I was in trouble. I was seriously in trouble. I always had a mouthpiece in. Always. And, always. And on, yeah, and on a health note, on a safety note, they say that's part of, again, when you're yeah, yeah, dealing yeah, with the head injuries, yeah, you yeah, got yeah, to have something. You got to have something there. But Brady, I, I remember the the one Super Bowl headbutting Bledsoe. And Bledsoe's looking at him like, dude, what the hell are you doing? Oh, Tom gets gets yeah. after it with the headbutts now. Yeah, he like, gets after it. He loves it. Has he, he loves dialed it, it back? Let's go! Has he dialed it back No, a I think it all depends on... It, literally, it depends on the moments. It depends on the moments. Some guys... No impulse control. Give a little tap. <laughs> you give a little tap. Like, you know, but then it could be like heat of the moment. Just like the Raven sack and, and Chris grabs me and headbutts me. Chris has these, these eyeballs, right? When he's like in the zone... His eyes are huge. Like he's looking around. He's all he's all crazy. He's got the eye black on. He's in the zone. And at that point, he was in the zone. He was excited. So he's in the zone. I w- so in that game, I was at the Chicago game last year in the playoffs. I'm scream. I'm trying to get Chris's attention. I'm in the stands and I, I'm trying. I'm screaming, Chris, Chris. He's pacing around. He's walking around. He sits down. He gets up. He will, he <laughs> he's like. <laughs> <laughs> he gets so zoned in and just like he's just whacked, like he's out of it in in football. Like he's just completely cuckoo when he's in the game. It's fun. I like watching it. Chris didn't realize that by by having um, you do a podcast that we're going to learn all these other things about him that he hasn't quite shared with the public yet, or you know some behind yeah, the scenes stuff yeah, that it's going to yeah. be. Uh, yeah, we'll have some ammunition. Or maybe we'll save some stuff too for him. You know, just. Yeah, we'll save. Just, yeah, we got to save. We got a long way to go here. Just, just to hold it over his head. My my pet peeve is a is a is a. Is you might run out of pet peeves. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I got a lot of them. Um, you know, it's not often that I plop myself down in front of the TV to watch anything, mm-hmm. let alone a game, like just for enjoyment. Yeah. So, for instance, yesterday I finally said, you know, what? I'm going to watch the Philly Dallas game. I'm interested to see how Philly fares in this one. Does Dallas find the answers. Blah 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 blah. 
I just want peace. I picked the Eagles, by the way. I did too. Mm. Uh, so I sit down and I get harassed nonstop. Kid, my daughter just kept coming like, and then she's asking me questions about football. Now she's 16. She could give a rat's ass about football. It's probably it's, just to bug you. Probably yeah, just to bug you. Just relentless. And I'm just like, eventually. But that's like, good bonding time. Come yeah, on. In two gotta, years, she's going to be like, I, I don't want to ask you anything. She's going to be gone. And then I'm going to miss her. That's the whole thing. But she just kept asking me questions. And she's like, well, we got into overtime rules for some reason. I don't even know overtime and rules. And then it was like just the score. overtime rules. Score first. But then she was asking me about overtime rules when I was watching a college game like a month ago. So she's bringing that back. But she's getting the facts wrong on that. And I'm just trying to watch the damn game. And I can't yeah. watch the game. These plays are happening. I'm not. I'm not paying attention. I'm just kind of irritated, and I'm just like, I can't. The, That's the when you just got to have a nice tall glass of scotch or something, <laughs> something just to really relax you and just mellow you out. I just want peace. Just have a nice, I have just, a nice drink. I just want a peace. You, you, uh, you took your family photo today with Santa. Yeah, right? we went to Santa Bass Pro right down the street. Hour and a half wait. Ugh. But I was smart. Ninko was smart. Ninko, third person. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Peasy, baby. We've, we, yeah, Peasy right. going we, ball. Yeah, we've, Peasy. we've created a monster. Um, So I went early. You go early, you put your name in a list, and then they text you when you're ready to get up there. See, so walking around Bass Pro. So I went up. I went early. Yeah, you can see I got my boots on right now. I look like a Bass Pro type guy. Yeah, you do. You have the Carhartt car shirt, shirt yeah. jeans. It's all rugged, outdoors Rugged, type. tough, but I'm not, I'm not tough. I'm not rugged. Don't like spiders. <laughs> don't like sleeping outside. See, these are things. I like to be clean. I mean, I don't like outside. I don't like camping. I've never camped except for the I time I- I would never want to camp. I climbed why Kilimanjaro. Would camp? Why would you want to Why would you want to sleep outside with spiders and mosquitoes? Yeah, it's a horrible no, thank idea. You. No, not comfortable your air let me, mattresses and all these let me things cook something on, let me cook something on this open fire get it charred up can. no it's not fun i mean sorry if you love camping if i'm gonna camp i'm not sorry if you love i need camping. A, i'm gonna i'm gonna be in that beautiful rv or something that's got tv satellite tv yeah, air conditioning I, need a bed. I can take a shower yeah these are these are important things so i'm not a camper but First time camping, climbing Kilimanjaro, Water Boys. Well, that was Chris a long. Thanks, buddy. That was a good uh, Water Boys. You did it for 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 a cause. Did it for a great cause. Yeah, did it for a great cause. I yeah. mean, we got more pet peeves. I got more. We'll, we'll yeah, get into we'll, more. We'll be good. That's gonna wrap up episode That's it? two. Yeah. Look, wow. Just, time flies when you're having do some, fun. Yeah, we're gonna do some good stuff. We should do some karaoke. We do some karaoke. One you of these? clearly want to sing. I like to sing. So maybe maybe I'll put that out next week. I'll put out to the people what song do you want them to sing. I, I can, yeah, probably. We could just like ask somebody, what do you want Rob to sing? Yeah, Because I can sing high. <laughs> That's so flat. That's terrible. All those lessons, nothing. Let you, me finish this up. Let me wrap this up. You took Ow, lessons? Ow, I'm there, and I'm Derek. No, this is from, that's from um, Step Brothers. Come on, they're in the car with the family, and they're all singing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Derek. Do you want to feel my abs? <laughs> Stupid. And I'm Derek and I can sing high like that. All right. Uh, and on that fun. note, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh sweet child. Of Merry Christmas. Mine. Happy Hanukkah. See you later. Happy holidays. Yeah, have a nice Christmas, yeah. everyone. Yeah. New year, happy new year. That's right. We'll talk to you. Can't believe it. 2020. Jeez. They keep going. You look good. Thank you. See ya. So do you. Thanks. 